Hey, y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hello, hello out there to all you beautiful women. Men, hello. Hello, beautiful people. We're back. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, girl. I'm good. I don't have much to elaborate. Same shit as last week. (laughs) Okay, Mm -hmm, how about mm -hmm. you? Feel you on that. Um, I'm tired, and I have nothing else to elaborate on either. Life is good. I'm just just tired, you know? Mm -hmm. Just living the best life I can live. Let's get into this Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. This week I found our... uh, quote from a new instagram page that i'm currently standing over her name is the capital woman it's t-h-e-c-a-p-i-t-a-l woman w-o-m-a-n okay and she has a uh, lots of different things she focuses a lot on finances which mm-hmm. as i spoke to you all the last week in the past couple weeks that's something that i've been focusing on a lot lately so here we are so it's a uh, as if you're talking to yourself right yells automate your savings contributions and learn to live without it for the people in the back okay automate your contributions (laughs) to your savings account say most people have the ability to go into their payroll account and Mm -hmm. automate a specific amount to go to their savings i think that we should definitely make a point in doing those things because yeah you don't even realize it, but you know, you don't, who, who notices that extra 50 or a hundred dollars per check that leaves out before you even yeah. see it. Usually you don't. So it's there. You don't have to think about it. It's already in the savings. It's something you don't mm-hmm. have to actively try to do. Um, just let it automate and forget about it. That's a good quote. That's a good, um, way of life to do um because like you said like it's kind of out of sight out of mind because you learn to live in your life based off of what your intake is you know your come home pay payments are instead of trying to balance life off of this paycheck that you're now saying okay i'm pulling this out of here and this out of here you know Mm -hmm. those kind of automated savings are perfect um because out of sight out of mind that's the biggest thing so i love that that was good Mm -hmm. thank you the capital woman we appreciate that. Yeah. You ready for the tea this week? I am. What's the tea, sis? Bitch, I'm bored. What's the tea, ho? Bitch, when I tell you I got large, unsweet tea with a shot of raspberry, bitch, with light ice, never dark. Yeah, bitch, I hope you got two gallons so you can waste one and I spill it. Okay, so I'm going to let you lead the tea this week because I have not had time to go and rubble up some... um some good stuff but i know that you probably have a lot of things that you've seen from what we talked about earlier and um, i'm here to contribute as much as possible in my thoughts (laughs) okay all right so i found a few things on these uh internet streets as of late okay okay let me open up my notes because i'm prepared because I'm I'm not guys for one time (laughs) in life I'm actually slightly prepared all right so first thing I wanted to talk about um kids getting back in school it's a lot of kids uh first Mm -hmm. week back that makes me so nervous because it's not a lot of kids are doing virtual learning which I of course applaud I think it's great um Mm -hmm. and a lot of counties are having kids come back unfortunately it makes me nervous because these babies are going in without a mask to first and even if they are going in with a mask first of all i saw something on the internet the other day was like you send your child to school with a spider-man mask on when you pick him up he got a goddamn patrol what was it called (laughs) paw patrol paw patrol mask on (laughs) because he made a trade at lunch like you would lose your fucking mind like imagine yeah just imagine you know what i'm saying so like yeah. I don't know, guys. It's really crazy. I don't no, know. I, she said, I don't know. I think it's crazy, too. I think, so there's some counties that are offering all digital right now. Then there's some counties that are offering or that are having people come back into the school. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of find it to be very, like, there's kind of, like, no no one accord. And I, so I, no. I think, in my personal opinion, it's, like, from the top down, there's really no like leadership that's been provided when it comes to these schools. And so people are kind of just able to make their own, like counties are able to make their own decisions, which they should be able to, but there should be some guidance from the top 
And so when you don't have any guidance, your thought is, okay, you're going to go off what the parents tell you. So there may be a lot more parents saying that they want their kids to go back to school because their kids need socialization. Their kids need to be able to, their, their kid can't sit behind a computer screen all day, all of these different things. But it's just kind of like, th- that's kind of like the leading force. There needs to be some balance. I also think too, that there's some that teachers are kind of there's been teachers boycotting the fact that they don't want they feel like they're not safe going back into schools either so they don't want to go um there's no yeah i just think to myself like there's no real safety plan there's no i mean beyond that there's no there's no safe to be there's no safe place there's no place to be safe like regardless of whatever plan you put in it it's literally transmitted or transferred from what we learned so far is by the droplets that leave out you know the water droplets that leave out when you breathe so it's just like those are all in the air and they just suspend they're suspended and they rest in the air for a minute so we're just out here like free for all like it we'll just all get coronavirus so i think that's why whoever survives survives i guess and then we'll just continue on from there maybe that's when the other countries will allow us to travel and i think honestly that's why some of the schools are kind of just like at this point in time just come in because there's no real safe there's no safe space it is what it is there's nothing they can really do and they're trying their best and so I kind of see it from both sides because I mean I've been at work I know a lot of people have not been at work and they've been fortunate to work from home and shout out to y'all for working at home and if you want your kids to go through digital learning shout out to y'all for doing that and having the option to do that Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not everyone's story some people you know they have toddlers and they have to work they have to provide for their family. It may be a single parent home or maybe two parent homes where they literally both have to make ends meet and they just have to work and they can't and they have toddlers so they can't leave there all day. So it's a it's a it's a battle. It's an uphill battle. There's really no right or wrong, in my opinion. If you want your child to go back to school and you send them on there with a the mask and you feel and that's the best option for you, that's the best option for you. And no one should be throwing stones or shaming people for picking the option that's better for them because some people just don't have any other options. You're blessed if you can choose to stay from to work from home and be with your child through digital learning. That's a blessing. Not everyone has that. Yeah, absolutely. So, not everybody I kinda see has it from both that sides. option. I see it from both sides, but uh, I mean, I'm not a parent. It's crazy. I'm not a parent. It's crazy, though. I just don't know. And citizens are having to decide between their livelihood and actually living like being alive is crazy to me it's like either I quit my job so that I can stay home and make sure that I don't get this virus and take care of my kids and make sure that they don't get the virus and nobody else gets Mm -hmm. it and we don't contribute to the you know perpetuation of this disease going through this country or yeah I say fuck it all because I have bills to pay. And if I don't go to work, we won't have a roof over our heads. Like, that shit is sick. That shit is sick. This country is fucked. Honestly, it's just, to me, it's just kind of like, at this time, it's just shown the discrepancies within how the education system is here and how we operate. And how other countries kind of operate. It just shows like the clear discrepancies and how like things, how we just, how we function on a daily basis, you know? Yeah, no, this pandemic may be. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pandemic has definitely shown that. No, you're fine. I was just saying this pandemic has definitely shown that because I think that it's always been there. I don't feel like the, I feel like all of these things that we're seeing, you know, across the board have always been very present, but it's masked and it's covered by, you know, things that really just don't matter at the end of the day. Like, you know, going out, being with your friends, you're just, you're on the go all the time. Like you don't see it in your face 24 seven. So having to quarantine at home, having to lock everything down, having to now decide whether you're going to go to digital learning or, you know, or be in person or having to decide whether you're going to have football or not have football. I mean, like all of these things that we're trying to figure out, and then you look at these other countries who, you know, they're just grid locked down. They're not having anything. They don't care if it's going to bring lots of money in. They don't care about tourism. They don't care about hospitality. They don't care. At the end of the day, they are more concerned about the people and the well-being of their their people and their country and their economy. And it just shows the discrepancies in how things are led and managed. And it's just wildly insane to me that we're still here. But, you know. 
I mean, then again, it's not surprising it's not a to shock. me at all. Because exactly. It's not a shocker at all. Yeah. It's just, um, we're just here and it's August. So it's like, that's really what it is. And that shows when you look at these other countries, like statistics and such, and you compare it to ours, obviously our numbers are going up. Other countries who've been doing it, right? Their numbers are going down. And it just really sucks, honestly, because beyond America, right? I'm, I think of the countries like Puerto Rico, Jamaica, the like Caribbean islands, Mexico, all of mm-hmm. these places that are basically dependent on American tourism and travel for um, their countries to be able to even financially or economically survive. And it's sickening to me because we're just continuing this nasty ass cycle, literally nasty ass cycle the of germs just traveling from one place mm-hmm. to the next because Americans are still traveling. Like I was watching this YouTube video I'm one of these YouTubers that I really like. And honestly, I had to cut the video off early. I couldn't even watch it because she took a trip to Jamaica, right? And she was going through, like, you know, we did this and we had to do that. Then you got hand sanitizer here. Then you got there and there. Talking about all the different steps that Jamaica went through to make sure that their people don't get sick. And she's like, I wish America would do this. But it was just sickening to me because I'm like, yeah, but you realize that you're still taking those germs over there. Like, the reason they're doing this is because they're trying to keep their people safe from us, and then we keep going over there. Yeah. You get it, right? Like, no, no, no. You know, like, I don't know. I'm just not necessarily, me personally, I'm not interested in traveling or going to the club or doing any type of large group activity and then having to feel, I don't really want to go anywhere where I feel like I have to explain myself when it's time to go. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people yeah. feel the need to be like, look, I got my mask on at the bar, but I'm at the bar, but I got my mask on though. I got my mask with me at the bar. I'm like, bitch, I just rather be at home. I don't have to be out taking shots. I really don't. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice. It's fun. But at the same time, I don't want to be nowhere with no mask. I feel like I look stupid. I feel like I look stupid when I'm out somewhere Honestly, we about unnecessary with a mask on. Like, if I'm going to get it, yeah. it's going to be at the grocery store. It's going to be because I was at work or something. It's not going to be because Cable was out at a fucking, I don't know, the club or some concert or goddamn basketball mm-hmm. game. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be something like that where I end up getting this virus if I get it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. (laughs) (laughs) I think, too, though, that, like, the great thing, too, and I I agree with you on that. I think that, like, we're able to control where we place our feet and where we put our bodies in. So if we don't feel comfortable doing something, we shouldn't have to explain why we don't feel comfortable doing it. And I think that people are kind of, like, shaming you in some extent if you're, like, worried about COVID. And I feel like um, it's okay to be worried. But I also do think there's there's a level of, like, life with COVID. So like we're right now we're experiencing life with COVID. So it's not going to go away anytime soon. Mm -mm. So if you are somebody who likes to go out to the bars and go out to the clubs and that's what you do on a regular day basis and you feel like having a mask is, you know, okay, I'm still here, but this is what I like to do. By all means, go ahead and do that. This is not a shame to say that you're not allowed to do that. It's just me and my body and where my feet go may will not be in attendance to that, 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 um, place or whatever the case that experience or whatever the case may be right and that's um, fine if that but, you want to do it but then don't open your mouth and then start complaining about the yeah. virus being all out and us not doing anything to yeah like you go do your own like thing that. go do your own thing you don't have to don't i don't feel like anybody should be shaming anyone like if yeah. you are worried about it and you want to stay at home stay at home if you're not worried about it and you want to go out go out but i'm just letting you know like the numbers don't lie and we're going to forever be in the predicament that we're in if everyone doesn't get on one accord. So just, I, I mean, I understand that you're at a point where you're like, I'm not shaming. I'm slick shaming. I'm not going to lie. Because I don't, <laughs> I, I feel not. some type of way with these people that are out. It's like you're out at a club, but then you'll be like, I don't want to expose myself. Well, you're doing that right now, though. You get it? Yeah. It's like we can't stand around and talk about the things that we don't want to happen. Like, you can't be like, I don't want to get hit by a car and then stand in the middle of 285 in rush hour. That's not going to mm-hmm. – you're going to get hit. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. I just wish that we were all kind of like – we logically all know what makes sense, right? So just like this YouTuber that I follow that was talking about – all of the measures that Jamaica was taking to prevent COVID and then goes to complain about how America is shit, right? Mm-hmm. 
talk about that talk about the measures they're taking talk about how america is shit but then don't follow it up with the whole like y'all need to make sure y'all stay at home and don't expose yourselves and because you're doing the exact opposite but that's what I'm saying when it's like the hypocrisy is real, right? Yeah, so that's the thing that's will driving do that me. I guess then, that's the shaming part that I'm doing. Like, that's come the on, don't be a part. hypocrite well, about it. Just do it. Yeah, like, don't be a hypocrite about it, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're on the wrong for going out to the club. But at the same time, I'm not going to be sitting here telling you, like, guys, I go to the club, but you should also wear your mask. Like, I'm not going to do those things because, mm-hmm. like, that's not right. It's just not right. So that's why I feel like the shaming part where you're like, I, I shame myself if I go somewhere and I'm like, damn, I'm really not being safe out here. Like I am part of the problem. So I need to like get my, get it together and make sure I have my mask with me at all times. Mm-hmm. That's very rare. Like that I feel that way because I, I typically have my mask with me everywhere. If having, I feel like there's people who feel like this is a hoax. Don't feel like it's real. And that's, if that's what you think, I, you can't really tell somebody what to think. Right. Mm-hmm. But if wearing a mask is the one thing that they're asking you to do to be safe and just to help other people feel safe, too. And that's a mental thing for everyone. Just wear the damn mask. Mm-hmm. Why? Why go back and forth with someone or get angry about it or or put it out there and say, like, this is stupid. I hate this. I can't breathe. Like, OK. Yeah, it's a little bit of a struggle. And it's, yeah, maybe it's uncomfortable. And maybe it's a little bit of an inconvenience when you have to, you get all the way up to the door of Kroger or Sprouts or something like that. And then you have to run back to your car and get your mask. But if that's the only thing that's inconveniencing you, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, medical doctors wear masks every single day when they go to work Mm -hmm. every single day before covid during covid they wore masks so it's not gonna hurt you to put that shit on for a little bit for a couple minutes while you walk in the store it's not gonna hurt you to be uncomfortable for 15 minutes for the greater good but honestly um i'm over talking about that we've been talking about that for a minute so let's go to the next topic (laughs) okay uh next topic on the list is oh the nba is back in their little Orlando bubble. Yeah, I guess it's back in like a small, you know, small, I guess, circle of group play, uh, group of people. Yeah, they have the, they call other. it the NBA bubble. You're not allowed to go out. And if you do, you have to go get tested or something like that. There's like a whole bunch oh, of stipulations it? around it. Mm. Did you? I don't know if you heard, but mm. one of the players, I cannot remember his name. Um, Somebody had a girlfriend players, in it. No, one of the players ended up going to like Magic, to some strip club to said he was getting wings, but apparently he was there getting a dance. It was some crazy stuff. I think he was getting wings, but people were like, like Shannon Sharp was like, you can go to the strip club and get some wings. It ain't that deep. Like people do it all the time. But obviously people that are not um, black don't, you know, I'm not going to say all people, but some of the people oh, don't realize. <laughs> I guess that's what they were talking about on Twitter. I didn't catch that part of the conversation because on yeah. to be honest, I don't give a damn about NBA. So it was just like, oh, they're back. <laughs> I didn't even know they had like some sort of NBA bubble or whatever. I was just like, oh, this sounds wildly irresponsible for players to be playing against each other. But I didn't necessarily, like, I really didn't mm-hmm. know what it was. But okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a lot more. So let's get through it. Okay. All right. Oh, um, Ellen is like racist and like toxic. Okay. And like I've rude been looking or something into this. from based off of stories from her employees. And even the DJ that's on there said that it was a very toxic work environment. They said things along the lines of Not like. the current DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said some things along the lines of um, like employees of other races not necessarily just black people but other people of color got lots of like derogatory and like racist comments um yeah from her they said a lot of other things about her basically she's just rude and nasty if you're not a celebrity and of course celebrities jumped up to her defense like ellen's Mm -hmm. not rude she's not as like bitch you have the same if not comparable network why would she be rude to you why mm-hmm. you don't work for her so what i read from these stories because you know i like to dive deep into these go ahead um, celebrity gossips. yeah but so an article came this so statements came out about how her staff not specifically ellen but her staff and some part of ellen i'm sure but mm-hmm. her staff that she hired like her vps like her people that were like high up you know um were be were 
creating a very toxic work environment. We're being very like discriminant towards, you know, people of color and things of that nature um, would kind of make it seem like you couldn't talk to Ellen. If you talk to Ellen about anything, you would get in trouble because there would be like, you know, repercussions from your actions and things like that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, So Ellen made a statement about how she was investigating herself and her, her, um, her team and like the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, And so what I think is that, there's obviously truth to the story. I'm sure that like Ellen is probably not the friendliest person all the time. Nobody's that friendly. Um, I'm sure that her staff probably made it seem like if you talk to Ellen, you're going to get in trouble. So don't talk to her in that kind of extent, you know? Um, But I do think that like everyone, obviously there's truth, there's validity to what's being said. And so I would love to know more about it, but I don't really, I like Ellen and it makes me sad that she's like, being all you know buttholy to all these people and her staff because she just seems like someone that wouldn't be that way but then again you only see what you see on tv and just because people post it and that just shows you that just because people post what they post on their instagram facebook or whatever the case may be how they act on tv you just never know what's going on in the background and so i'm sure there were people that work with her that felt like oh my god my career is stifled because you know, I don't have great management and that's helping me get to the next level because they're just making me fear like, you know, speaking up because of retaliation. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't too much give a damn about Ellen, to be honest. <laughs> it don't make me it don't, it don't make me no difference. But I definitely um I definitely do not discredit those people Yo. at all for anything that they said i mm-hmm. i wholeheartedly believe that it's true because i've seen before these stories came out i saw a couple youtube videos of like youtubers saying like different people saying they went on ellen and she was rude and we like rude as fuck to them and stuff like that mm. so if she's rude as fuck to random people that get invited onto her show Mm-hmm. then how do you think she's acting, how do you think she's acting around people yeah that she's around all mm-hmm. the time yeah she can act happy and bubbly and say those corny ass white people jokes to us on tv but in reality what do you really act like you know and i don't discredit i don't think that there's anything that's untruthful about anything that they said because of the fact that i saw these same um things going up on youtube about mm-hmm. her from people who were just simply invited onto the show so I don't put it past I'd be her. interested to see. So, no more stuff about that. Yeah. I got more on my list. Next on my list after Ellen Bean. Oh, um, this came out today. Was it today? Yeah, today. So, Latoya Luckett's husband was cheating on her. There was a sex tape that came out. Oh, so, damn. Yeah. That's unfortunate. And they just had a baby, didn't they? She's pregnant. She's pregnant right now. Yes. Also, oh, he's trying to be like third trimester Tristan. Yes. I feel like wow. she just posted a picture of her pregnancy. I swear to you. Is this you, her I'll second find... child? Because she was pregnant before, right? So this is her second I child. I do not know They were about, because I remember I when Beyonce was on her last tour, they took a picture together and her hand was on her belly. So, yeah. But I feel like a picture was just posted of her like... Um, with a baby yeah like with a yep she's pregnant Latoya look at she just had like a virtual baby shower so oh that's yeah so she's pregnant again dang that's that's so mm-hmm. sad so prayers to her prayers to her hopefully whatever's going on they figure out how to work it out and if mm. not girl leave his ass break up with him mm-hmm. you okay. got enough money to do it on your own anyway girl anyway exactly because we don't know who that nigga is that she with anyway. I have no idea <laughs> right um next on the list is oh uh herman cain died i don't know who he was or anything in particular but from what i've heard he was some political figure black guy yeah. who's in support of trump and he was saying that covid was a whole hoax and stuff like that and i know he went to the trump rally and then like came home the next day or something got sick and then mm-hmm. passed it on and his family was with him too oh oh this is another thing this man was like a stage four cancer survivor that was one thing that i remember them saying this that he was mm-hmm. a stage four cancer survivor you know a stage four they're just like basically doing palliative stuff to try to make you feel better and yeah. help you you know pass so the fact that he survived it and then went to go put himself in danger and not only put himself in danger but speak against it saying that COVID was a hoax and don't wear your mask and don't do this and all of these things and then this man 
died of the same thing he was complaining about. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. Y'all can keep listening to this dumbass in office if y'all want to, but that ain't none of my business. You know, natural selection. It's just full circle. Honestly. It's full circle. So, next. I have nothing else to say. All right. Next. On my list, I just have a couple more things left. Okay. So, um... I know that it seems as if the por- the protests have died down in such in a lot of areas or because there's not a lot of media coverage. But be not dismayed, my good people. There are lots of protests happening mm-hmm. around the country yes. every single day still. Our people are not letting up. So in whatever way that you feel, you know, fit to protest, do that. Whether it's only supporting black businesses on certain days of the week or every day of the week for that matter shit Mm -hmm. the protest can just be living happy and free and being black because that in itself is a protest and that in itself is beautiful and that in itself Mm -hmm. is art you know what i'm saying so amen um i i like uh portland right now is uh at the tip of my tongue for places that are protesting Mm -hmm. heavy right now so basically what from this is information from my dad so don't quote me on this it could be it could be right it could be wrong but he's pretty good at things like this so basically what uh trump is doing right now is sending um some sort of uh military or like police troops into like certain cities Mm -hmm. right so what or national guard troops or whatever i'm not sure what they are but sending these groups of people national guard i believe yeah so he's sending national guard troops into cities like funneling them in into specific areas Mm -hmm. so into portland and basically like when you look at the videos it looks like warfare it literally looks like warfare but the beautiful part of of it all is these people are organizing in ways that i don't think that he anticipated or that these um troops anticipated either and these people now like you know the resistance is not just a moment it's a movement so it happens over time i just knocked my mic hopefully you don't hear that it happens over time and uh this is something that we've shown it's shown like showing the test of time because it's been months now and people are still out there fighting the good fight and not only are they doing it they're getting better at it and they're having better strategies when it comes to that i don't know if you saw the video where they made like shields Mm-hmm. so they yep, made like protest that. shields and the yep. cops literally or the national guard whoever they didn't know what to do with it they legit ended up just walking away because they created a created shields and created like a wall and mm-hmm. figured out how to do that where it was basically like all right try it if you want to whatever yeah. material they use and i think that is a beautiful thing to see yeah, there's a lot of different things going on too. There's um there's a group um the Wall of Moms and so it's like a bunch of mm-hmm. moms basically building a wall around the protesters to protect them because they're like you're going to have your mother tonight because you I don't know um Aww. if you ever saw the video of George Floyd but he was screaming out for his mother and so like this group uh-huh. Wall of Moms kind of mother, go out let's and help not forget that his mom who was already yeah. dead. So yeah, so sad, sad. and then um like apparently this is like the 80th consecutive night that this has um, gone on in Portland. Wow. Like the protests have happened. Yeah. So it's definitely not over. I think that obviously the media was, it's all about the media. That's what yeah. they want to portray. So they're not going to, you know, in the beginning it was this big thing and now they're kind of over it. It's on to the next story, but this stuff is still happening. And so I just encourage, yeah, don't be like you said, don't propaganda. be fooled, you know, and your protest could just be being black. That could be your protest. And that's honestly love it. Yeah exactly so um yeah okay i know we might have i think we did speak about kanye was saying he was voting for president and stuff but i think uh that doesn't are uh, everybody's uh ex-favorite rapper the baby uh from charlie i just saw his tweet yeah i think everybody is uh canceling him at this point in time uh you if you have the tweet pulled up you can read it directly but it said something along the lines of like you got me bent if you don't think i'm voting for yay kind of shit yep and it's like whoa 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 slow it down there buddy oh nelly there buddy wait a minute whoa, you're getting wait a little crazy a minute you're mm-hmm. talking you're getting a little loose about the lips frederick okay this is real yep. life we already got this fucking insane toddler in office and then you want to go put another one in that bitch no like relax yep. just relax so um yeah i think that people are kind of over him and his antics they're also over him beating everyone in his sight up like honestly we're sick of it so I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm sick of that. You know, if people disrespect you, 
and you tell no, them calmly the to baby was really being like he, initially he was it was like people. it was, it was cute crazy. but he was like snapping like when he slapped the girl that had because somebody took a picture of him and he saw the flash and he didn't know who oh, it was he just that swung one. that was a while a while ago dang did we i guess we okay. didn't talk about it i thought we did Mm-mm. but no so it was like one thing he was like at a club appearance or something so this is really before like, covid we're just gonna say you know what bump the baby you're right. Yeah, he's just he's just Moving really on. like mad aggressive, reckless. basically for no he's reckless. reason. Reckless and aggressive, it's just kind of a lot. So um, that's that with him. Moving mm. forward, uh, to more important news. So Kamala <laughs> is now the VP candidate. Yes. So she's the first mm-hmm. black female vice presidential candidate for mm-hmm. the United States of America. She's running alongside, um, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden. So, yep. Yeah, I guess. That hit the news stream this morning and went crazy. Yeah, people were really going crazy. I mean, Maya Rudolph is, uh, they were saying Maya Rudolph is going to be paid for the rest of her life at this point. And I'm pretty (laughs) sure she will because, you know, she she was uh, the the well-known Kamala uh, impersonator. And so I think she's going to be getting getting, um, her bag or three off of this. So I'm happy for her in that front. As far as um, Kamala being VP, she is my soror. So that's beautiful and all. I don't necessarily, I have like mixed views about her because in the public, she, during, you know, the presidential Mm -hmm. uh, race earlier on, she seemed very, very, very qualified. And, you know, even in the group of people, talking that were all running for president she seemed like the one that was a presidential candidate no one else really looked like it standing up there you know no one looked as prepared or as together or as like powerful as she did okay in my opinion when i was looking at the debates and such um but then when you look on the back end and you see all other things that she's done it's just kind of like how can I give you my vote? But I'm going to give it to you anyway because we got to get him out of office. Like, it's not a choice at this point. We're just going to have to put somebody yeah, was, in this bitch. But it's, I need um, to do some more research. I don't really know much about her, to be completely honest. I'll send you honest, this thread that I saw. Honest. And they have um. But I did more, yeah. see a thread about, like, some of the things that she supports as far as, like, you know, prison um yeah and things like that. And I, I definitely don't like that. But um, yeah. I'm definitely going to read up on my stuff. But... I know yeah, where my I just vote's sent you going. This, um, so this uh thread or whatever. Thread? Okay. Yeah, it's just certain little things like supporting um tr- Trump escalating the war in Syria, voting mm-hmm. to increase Trump's military budget. She supported a law that forced schools to turn un- undocumented students over to ICE, separating them from their parents. Just you know, it's a thread, so yeah. you can like yeah. keep reading. I'll it's read a into lot it of different for things, sure. but. It's just kind of like, ah, and then, but you know, the sucky thing about politics, right? I feel like, granted, I'm not as deep into it as a lot of people that I know are a good bit of my friends Mm -hmm. are, but, um, later, eventually in life, I will, I will, that's one of my goals. But, um, from what I've, um, learned about politics is usually the things that these people vote on that we are, I guess, like, not in favor of. It's kind of shocking that that person might have voted for that. I feel mm-hmm. like usually it's tied to something else, right? So you might be, like, lobbying for police reform, but that's also, like, tied to this irrelevant-ass thing of, like, funding more, putting putting more funds in the military budget for Trump, right? Oh, yeah. So in order for this thing to go, you have to vote for this thing. Like, yep. for example, if um if you all voted in the state of Georgia, I don't necessarily know what all counties did this, but I know my county did. And so when I went to vote, one of the last little questions, it was like, do you vote yes or no for X county to put more money more funding into all of these things so it was like a long list of things it was like schools it was like buses it was sidewalks in the community you know like parks Mm -hmm. and rec basically just saying like increasing taxes by like one percent so we could allocate this money towards all these things right but the Mm -hmm. one thing that i saw in there that made me vote no was it was saying that part of that one percent funding would also go towards police 
um, the police, mm. the police department. So I voted yeah. no, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people saw that and was like, yeah, that sounds like a great thing for the county. But I saw that one well, thing. I was like, nope, nope, nope. So I voted a, no. But, you know, I think those things that, that kind of happens like that, maybe not every time. Well, no, that's literally how it works. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Not okay. even going to like lie. It's a political it's a tactic. It's, you know, there's things like that you will see on your ballot in November that you may that may not be on your ballot in, in March or uh-huh. they may there may be a special ballot in March so they can put something to the side and have it be a one off so that like it gets more votes because people are more focused on it. It just it's it's all a plot. It's a ploy. Right. Uh-huh. So like how do I get people to vote for something that I want? I have to I have to compliment sandwich it. Right. I have to say, well, can we put a penny tax on parks and recs, you know, police and of course you I don't know, know education. I don't know why I didn't let you go through and explain this shit. My uneducated <laughs> government. No, ass. you're totally you fine. In the government sector. So, you know, clearly. <laughs> I just I just know how like. I know the thought process behind why they do things like that because like you, you pat want your to back, see. I pay like I pat your back. You yeah, pat mine kind of and, and also like there's a there's certain populations that are more. If you are in a community where like there's one more, there's more population of one than the other, and that and there's something that tugs their heartstring a lot more than you know. Say people in Cobb County may not want Marta to come out there, so when they put Marta on the ballot, it's never going to pass. But someone right. in Cherokee County may be like, yeah, we that tugs our heartstrings, so they may say yes, you know, put it on the ballot. We'll vote, like, I'm sure people will vote yes. And they do a lot of studies prior to as well, but sometimes mm-hmm. they just hope, you know, that if they sprinkle something in there in the midst of a, of a bill, and that's from federal, state, all the way down to local government, if they sprinkle mm-hmm. something in there, you know, people may not read. And just go ahead and say yes because you know they're tr- by the time you put on the last question too. Think about how much how much voting you have to go through to get to the last question. Mm-hmm. It may be like ten people you have to vote for before you get there, and the first thing you see is education. You're like, yeah, let's go, whatever. Right. You're not reading through the whole thing. You know, you're over it at this point in time. So it's all a plot. Right. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but whatever. <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm sure people I'm know this. Sure so. that like people know that, and even yeah. though we might know not know the intricacies. Um, knowing that bit of information makes it hard for me to be completely against her, but also, um, it's just something that I want a little more information on because I feel like in order, in order to achieve the things that you want, especially in those sectors, it's kind of about relationships and making sure you do something for one person so they can do something for another, but also it's just kind of like that's corrupt in itself and are we actually achieving anything but once again that's that's another conversation for a whole nother day yeah yeah exactly that's also it's kind of like she's in a system and it's not really a lot of things are kind of out of her control or like sometimes it's really the best decision for what she has right now yeah and sometimes you know people feel like it's voting for the lesser of two evils like she may be in full support of these things that you know you sent the thread about um, but that's why I think it's important to educate yourself. But it's also important for like people that are our age to educate themselves because you think mm-hmm. about our parents and their parents, whoever is voting, who's been voting for years, they know which way they're going to go regardless. And sometimes they don't really care about whether it's hurting one community or not. They just know I'm always going to be a Democrat. I'm always going to be a liberal. I'm always going to be a Republican. Yeah. It's important for our generation and, and, and down to really look and see like, what do you support and do I support what you support? Because I don't want just anyone in the office. I don't want just a warm body. Yeah. I don't need just a warm body in the office making up these rules and policies and things like that. I really want to know why you support what you support. And so it's it's advocating, it's showing up, it's educating yourself and being more engaged from local because you need to also make sure that whoever is representing you Local locally, like your council, your mayor, elections. your commissioners, are they representing what you want to like what you feel like is important? Because if they're not, you need to be voting opposite and get someone in there that's going to actually do some change, be a change mm-hmm. advocate. So Absolutely. I can go on and on about that. But I know what's you next? Could, but I love it. <laughs> um, OK, so last two bits. Last one is going to be. um Meg the Stallion and Cardi B came out just with literally WAP. made my soul go do cartwheels. I've listened to it a thousand and one times. I love the video. I love it. I'm for I love it. Let's it. go. Yes. I love all of it. And there were lots of like think pieces. You know, people were upset. The girls were upset, baby. They were up. They were up in arms. Okay. 
about the girls could not handle women making mm-hmm. a song about something that belongs to them that y'all love to talk about so much i mean niggas been coming out with songs about vagina since the dawn of day and y'all okay. niggas have an issue with it today of all day one guy talk about all, how like they said when like this song has set women the female rap game back yes, so much what? and i'm like what? shut up what? What? this song this is, is not even a girl. little bit as crazy as like have this you heard song is not Katrina? revolutionary like anyway this real. song sits on the back of lil kim this is, song sits on the back of trina this song sits on the back of miss Elliot. i mean so many so many legendary female rappers i won't say so many as in comparison to men but also let's not forget niggas was talking about uchi wally wally and uchi bang bang and have no problem with that y'all didn't have no problem talking okay. about a hey, little mama come to the window with- to the wall let's be real okay to the sweat drip like, down my balls y'all didn't have no problem okay. talking about that shit. at the age of y'all 10, have no problem when like the words pussy don't, i don't, don't want to hear when it. a woman wants to talk about something that belongs to her oh god let's not discuss it oh my god exactly. the world You'll is be over because right. women have ownership over their bodies what the fuck exactly. is wrong with you people I'm here for it. I stand. Anyway, all I have to say is I love it. I love the um, music video. Of course, the Kylie Jenner part. Everybody was just like, what the fuck? I know. I'm pretty sure they signed petitions. Yeah, people even went. I was like, it's not that deep. Y'all are being dramatic. Create and sign a petition. Like sixty thousand music video did anything for the community. Like, let's all relax. Sixty thousand. I was like, oh, y'all are big mad. Yeah, people are mad. I mean, I didn't hate it as much to go sign the petition, but I think that what they did was definitely like some sort of like publicity type of situation because Kylie was really the only one in the video that it was just like. I won't say the only one, but she was definitely like, girl, why are you here? Because she's just like walking down the hall. Like, <laughs> but she, but that could have been anybody, but because they, because she was in the video, it caused mm-hmm. people to talk. So more people are going to watch the video because people are going to talk because the Kardashians are I, in there. So I, I, think it was I mean, I don't also. disagree with that, but I also, from my perspective, I didn't even know she was in the video. Had no idea. No, I didn't even, I didn't know, I didn't go on Twitter before to see like who was going to be in what. You said on the morning, I saw Normani in there and um, Ruby Rose and all of them. And I was like, I'm here for all of this. Like, I didn't know all who, the people in that thing. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know all the people in that thing either. I had to definitely look them up, but I've heard of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carly B made a statement and was like, I wanted some boss ass women. And she feels like Kylie is a boss ass woman, which she is in her regard. And so it's like to each his own. I'm not signing yeah. a petition to say that this is stupid. I, mm-hmm. If you love the song, don't watch the video if you hate yeah. it that much. I mean, there could have definitely been other people. There's a number in of females place. that could have been in that music there video no outside of women. all of those women. Yeah, a lot of women that could have been in the place. But I feel like there was a very specific reason that they chose to do that. And that's that. Very. Like, it is what it is. But I'm it not going to lie. Her, um, the body that she has right now, it looks the fuck good. Like when she was walking down the hallway, I was like, okay, girl. She said the body. I she like has this right one now. right here. Volume 34. <sighs> like you should I keep like this it. one right here. Yeah, volume keep 34, Kylie edition. I fuck with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> body was banging. Okay. Yeah, the body Yo, that she had. Cardi's today. body? Cardi looked magnificent. Yeah, Cardi. Her hair? Good. Her Cardi hair? Good. Her makeup? Mm-hmm. I mean, Meg looked great too, but I mean, you know, I, I felt like that Cardi's was a very and I love that what? Cardi's team doesn't miss. Doesn't miss at all. But I love there's a, a bit like a background video of like her um, a behind the scenes of her like saying what she wanted to see in the video. And it was just kind of like it was refreshing because it's like, you know, she's taking oh, control of like it. her sound and she's taking control of like what she wants to do in her music video. It was just very like it was all her vision and it came alive and it was awesome. And I applaud her. So I'm going to oh, put some round of applause in there it, for her. So, um, I got to send that to you. Yeah, send it to me so I can see that. Cause I haven't yeah. seen that, but um, I really loved the video. I loved the concept. I thought it was fun. I thought it was colorful. I thought it was boss. I thought it mm-hmm. was. I mean, it was really just everything. To be honest, the choreography, the way it was shot, Megan and Cardi looking like whole snacks the entire video. I mean, okay. whole meals. Okay. I just thought it was beautiful, and I love um, that it seems as if the '90s updo is came, is like making a comeback, and I'm really yes. excited for it. I cannot yes. tell a lie. I mean, okay, granted, I never wore a '90s updo, right? That wasn't my thing. Me either. I, I never will. Want, be completely honest. 
I want one for like some sort of thing. Some for some reason, I want one, but not to like wear throughout the week. Like just that, like an occasional, you know, like, like, like how back occasion. in the '90s, okay. like girls used to get their hair done the updo, then they wear it for like the next two weeks. Two weeks, they go back get a new updo. Yeah, I don't want to wear my shit for two weeks throughout the week. Like I just want to be like, I'm going to an event. Let me put my hair in this random. 90s updo and go mm-hmm. and stun on these folk and then come back home and take it all out and like go back yeah. to my normal self. Um, okay. But yeah, I think it's okay cute as fuck. I love that they're bringing it back. Um, certain things in the, in the 90s obviously like need to stay, but uh, something like that. I think it'll be, it'll make a cute comeback for not necessarily say everyday life, which I feel like it's going to get there at some point, of course, but at least for like cinematic purposes, I think it's very cute. Very, yeah, very I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so that's that. And then the last bit of uh, news I had was uh, something that was more on the personal front, but I felt like um, saved the best for last, you know. Uh, and this woman was definitely an amazing person. So one of my best friends and a huge supporter of our podcast and every other thing that I do, uh, um, she lost her aunt this past week and her family is very 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 extremely close-knit her mom has a gang of sisters and they literally all like live together in the same neighborhood and when one of them moves the other one just moves like everyone else moves Mm -hmm. so they all like stay so close together and they see each other multiple times a week so um she lost her aunt this week unfortunately it was very sudden it wasn't something that they were prepared for it wasn't covid you know or anything like that um so i'm just i want us to send our condolences and our love out to them because we have a community that can lift them up in prayer pray for some you know give them some strength Mm -hmm. during this time uh but i felt like um her name is angel angel was so sweet and so loving and you know you never felt like you weren't family when you were around her so i feel like we could dedicate this episode to her. I feel like she embodied what we would like and she's had such a giving and loving and caring soul, you know? So we're going to dedicate this episode to Aunt Jewel. Shout out to you. We love you. We love Tim. And we'll be praying for you guys. Now, I think that we can end it there and then go to do of the week. Okay. Okay. So our do of the week this week. So um, I'm pretty sure you might have something like this. I don't know if other people have heard of um, an affirmation journal. Yes. Okay. So um, there is a new person that I am following on Instagram. Her Instagram that I'm standing over. Same person from our Motivation Monday. The Capital Woman. And so she has uh, pretty good content. So this one she says... Why you need an affirmation journal. You are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Affirm the life you want through writing. Encode these goals in your subconscious. Be consistent. So basically the thing is when you get to a point or start to form a practice where you're writing down the things that you want for yourself. You'd be surprised the things that you achieve right there yeah. um it's funny because uh i went back what was i looking at it was like some book i made in like elementary school or something mm-hmm. and honestly i wasn't the type of person that grew up knowing exactly what i wanted to be like oh i want to be a doctor or this or that like honestly i wanted to work at waffle house okay i wanted to work <laughs> at waffle house and i wanted to work at walmart so i could press the buttons like that was it that's what Goals. i wanted to do goal and i wanted to I wanted to work at Walmart so I could press the buttons and check people out. That was my life goal. That's what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, it's funny because I was looking in one of my little um, assignments that I had from, like, elementary school or something. Mm-hmm. And I wrote that I wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> and it took me back because I was like, I don't even remember thinking about something like that that early in life. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I wrote it down, not even, you know, and it was something that obviously when I was in elementary school, I knew nothing about affirmations or goals or affirmation mm-hmm. journals or anything like that. It's just something that I wrote down that maybe I thought about when I was younger and I thought about, you know, thought that that was what I wanted to do. And then look at it years later. Here I am. So. Yeah. You know, you'd surprise yourself or shock yourself when you 
um, realize the things that you can accomplish when you write something down. So obviously that's something that I didn't like actively know or work towards. It was just something that kind of happened. But I feel that, you know, we as a podcast, we write down our goals individually, we write down our goals. And I think that that's something that we should all um, if we're not doing, we should incorporate. So maybe this week, let's write down three goals for the remainder of the year, right? It's month eight. We have a couple months left before the end of the year, before 2020 is over. And I know this wor- this um, year threw us for a whirlwind. We were not prepared for anything this year had for us. But maybe we can try to find some sort of beauty in the chaos, right? So maybe yeah. we can write down a few goals that we have for ourselves, whether it's I want to stay consistent when it comes to posting on social media or whether it's mm-hmm. I want to consistently take a nap every day or <laughs> I want to consistently spend time doing things that I want to do or whatever it is find something find a goal or something that you want to achieve before the end of the year write three things down and then I guess at the end of the year maybe I'll write a reminder so we can check back in yeah I think the beauty of um an affirmation journal is that it's like pen to paper and sometimes when you write down the goals that you have or just write down your thoughts it's kind of like it makes them real and it makes them attainable Mm -hmm. and you have to and you now want to work towards them so I love my affirmation Mm -hmm. journal I love my journal it's really not it's for everything um it's like my dump journal I feel like because I put anything and everything in there but I encourage everyone to get a journal um And even if you don't write consistently or every day or whatever the case may be, you know, having that moment to yourself to just write down three things or five things or 10 things or whatever that kind of um, pull your heartstring and, you know, Mm -hmm. working upon that. So you have any questions, um, any sponsorship opportunities, if you just want to talk to us, get our thoughts about some things, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Continue to follow us on our journey on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore. And that is another episode of Becoming She. Peeps. We love y'all. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.